0: That's N-O-O-M dot com to sign up today.
1: What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast. You're more in pitching podcast from pitcherless.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is September 23rd, and yes, we're going to talk about baseball. Shane Bieber returned, and it wasn't very impressive, and I don't really expect him to do that well moving forward. It is the Tigers next, so I guess we're okay with that. But the breakers aren't getting whiffs. Only three of them here. He was about 90, 91, and it's just Ugh. So, yeah, I mean, at least 81 pitches, and you can go 90 next time, but that's about it. Uh, Sean Minaya is looking really good, kind of. I mean, he did really well against the Dodgers. So he's going to have to get them again. I'm not really seeing enough dominance from him. Only 2Ks here uh, to really suggest that you should try again against the Dodgers, but that was a really cool start. Jameson Tywin did wonderful things, and he's actually doing well with his fastball, and really more importantly, sliders and cutters are being well-commanded, but it's Atlanta next, and it really stinks that it's Atlanta next. If it's not, if it's some walking, then great, but it's going to be Atlanta next, so... Don't want to do that. Uh, Luke Weaver, ridiculous start, and I'm not going to buy that. Corbin Burns against the Marlins. I'm glad he did very well. I want him to go one more I- inning, but throwing his uh, slider and curveball and change it for 50% or fewer strikes, yeah, that's not going to do it. Um, slider was only 5, 16 strikes there. Oh, boy. Uh, Chris Sale looked good against the White Sox. It was really nice. And also 94 miles per hour, not the 92 that we've seen. that's terrified us there. Really good slider. And gets the Orioles, sure, but I feel like the slider is so good that even the the fastball goes down to 92. He should still be productive. Andre Jackson opened for Luis Ortiz, who didn't do well, and that means Andre Jackson did and we'll talk about those starters in a moment. Uh, Charlie Martin left his start with a finger sprain. He's not going to pitch the rest of the year, you would imagine. I hope it's okay for the World Series, or at least the path to the World Series for Charlie Morton and Atlanta. In the meantime, we might see Alan Winans. We might see Jared Schuster or A.J. smith um, Smith Shaver. Uh, against the Cubs, I think all of those are really mediocre. Uh, maybe Alan Wine is, but I mean, there's, it's a desperate chance on a winning ball club, and they, I imagine, they would want to push those guys to save their bullpen as much as they can for the playoffs. So that might be worthwhile, but yeah, I don't, I don't really know. And as far as Charlie Morton next year, well, it's a twenty million dollar club option next year, which I think they'd want to exercise if Morton is in, but. I don't know. Is this it for Charlie Morton? We'll see. Uh, Gavin Stone uh, had an opener with Caleb Ferguson, and that was followed by Ryan Yarbrough, and neither one was productive against the Giants. They got the loss here. Sean Manai was so good. And we're going to probably get it again in San Francisco. I imagine, honestly, it should be better than what it was. Monitor who gets it, see if either one are being used in relief at all. And then in previous starts to that, they might get a more full one here. Uh, JT Chargois opened for a, a couple guys, but then eventually is Brian Hoeing for nine earned runs and three innings. Yeah, okay. Tuki Dusan a ridiculous game against the Red Sox in Fenway. Two strikeouts, but one earned run and seven base runners in 6.1 innings. This is so wild, and there's no way I'm buying that. Matt Waldron had a ridiculous start against the Cardinals. 5.2 innings of one earned run, three hits, two walks, and nine Ks. Arguably should have been my lead here. I think it's kind of interesting, but... I might, and I might want to go after this against the Giants on Wednesday. I'm just gonna throw it out there. Maybe that works. You know, don't trust a knuckleballer, but really, it wasn't the knuckleballer that the knuckleball that got all the strikeouts. Just one of these nine. Maybe it works. I don't know. Good defense behind him. There, the the Padres are heating up right now. One uh, percent chance to make the playoffs as of right now. So maybe uh, there's your desperate play during the week. Um, Sawyer Gibson Long was fine against the Athletics. This is kind of what I expected. Five innings, one or two run, four hits, three walks, four K's. And I mean that in yeah, sorry, Gibson Long has the Shag Rug. That is a lower, um, a lower floor than we think because it's only been two starts. Seven base runners in five innings, four K's, no win here. Um yeah, I mean it's a slider and changeup need to be a little bit more than they were here. They were a little bit too far down. It's okay. We keep going after this. Uh he goes against the Guardian's neck, that's fine, but just don't overvalue him over some other studs that have been studs for a long time. Jose Suarez open for Davis Daniel. I wasn't that impressed. Those 4.1 innings of three and runs, 3 hits, 5 walks, and 6 Ks. His fastball got more whiffs than I expected. It was 9 over 49 or so. And uh, 93, sorry, 9 over 61, I think it was. I do 16% swing strike, right? Uh, but the rest of the sub was really not there. I need him to be more consistent on those breakers. And uh, it's only a 93, 94 mile per hour fastball. He does get the Tigers. And considering that they let him go for 91 pitches here, there is a chance that that actually does come through for you, as this was the Twins for Davis Daniel. Uh, Chris Bassett, 36% CSW, is great. He's been insanely good this year. He has 15 wins, 338 ERA, and a 116 whip with a 22% strikeout rate across 189 innings since that horrific 9 and run game to start the year. One bad start, everything else was insane. That That's so cool to see. Ken Waldechuk did really well against the Tigers. 7Ks, 200 runs, 4 hits, 0 walks, and 6 innings here. Uh, he gets the Angels next, and maybe that does work. I think the changeup needs to be better, but a good sweeper. Generally upstairs with the four-seamer. It's not quite the amount of polish I want. I don't feel like in every pitch that he's going to execute what he wants to do, and that's really annoying. He's battling himself still a little too much, but it is the Angels, and if he has a good enough sweeper there, gets that get other lefties, and he's able to go the changeup down away. I think that could work out. It's a good desperate play there. Uh, you had Timon Walker, who just pulled it off, I guess, with the cannibal McSanchez against the Mets. Um, Splitter got a lot of outs, too. It was 91-92. He gets a Pirates neck. Why not, I guess, at this point? I don't want to buy into this, but why not? Uh, Dakota Hudson pulled it off against the Padres. Six innings of 2 and runs, but nine hits and one walk-in, two case. And if you're not in a quality start league, like a three ERA is not worth it for the 167 whip. Reverse that sentence, but you understand what I'm saying. And Just two strikeouts, and you didn't get a win. I don't want to take the chance against the Brewers unless I'm desperate for a quality start. Cole Reagans, amazing. Got the win. Six innings, 200 runs, three hits, four walks, five Ks. It's kind of funny. Sorry, Gibson Long versus Cole Reagans was debated earlier this week. I went Reagans. Other went, others went Gibson Long. He's so good. Cole Reagans. Uh, watch my video on him on Twitter or on YouTube. Uh, it's just about one-minute summary as we did a live stream on Playback.tv. Definitely go check that out. It is so fun. You'll understand what makes me love him so much. It's the sequencing. He doesn't give in, and he has five pitches he can throw at any point. He really messes with batters the right way and executes an approach. It's so much fun. Uh, on Andre <laughs> Andrew Abbott against the Pirates, he's a cherry bomb now. I mean, honestly, if he got two more two more ounces, four point one innings here, it would have been a productive start. If two runs, four hits, two walks, and seven Ks, but the four point one there makes it just ugh. And I'm surprised they didn't leave him in. It was only eighty four pitches. I'm not seeing enough from his fastball to get in love with this this has always been the thing with Abbott he was really good in the beginning of fastballs up and then now it's just kind of around the zone the curveball was arm side and wasn't really down in glove side sweeper hand moments there he gets a I don't know he gets a fine start next it's just I believe it's the Cardinals I, I I'm fine with it but it's a cherry bomb really uh, Tyler McGill came through for a Bailey special against the Phillies six innings of and runs five hits one walk in six k's that's cool do we start him against the Phillies again no I don't think the changeup is going to have a 47% CSW again. Okay. Pablo Lopez ace is going to ace for the most part. I mean, he did really well. Just 300 runs out of stupid fifth inning. Got a Gallows bowl. Cool there. Noah Davis. No, thank you. Dean Kramer, I think, is gassed. 300 runs in 3.1 innings. Nine base runners. Three Ks. That's not fun. Now he gets uh, the Red Sox in Camden. Honestly, I think that's going to be a questionable start. And I don't want to go for it because maybe the Orioles slow him down. Um, a little bit and actually only let him go like 55 pitches this one to prepare for um, the playoffs you have tyler glass now failing the raise here against the jays 5.1 innings forward runs three hits four walks and seven k's and this is what happens when his secondaries are just not good one out of 19 slider whiffs and a 38 percent strike rate on his curve he had to get four seamer whiffs which he did and he was still productive here at seven k's and it could have been worse like seven base runners in 5.1 innings is not the worst thing ever it's just, yeah, it's like last time. When you do not have your secondaries working, that is what happens. Dane Denny against the Mariners got the win, but, I mean, it was 3 over 17 called strikes and 5 over to 44 whiffs between cutters and, sl- and sliders. That ain't it. And gets the Angels, and that's okay, but bottom of questionable there. Not really for me without those two pitches aside and the cutter really working. Patrick Corbin against Atlanta, of course, it wasn't good. Uh, Bryce Miller's a cherry bomb, and he got Texas, and it just did not come through. His sweeper and cutter are actually doing better. Than, uh, sorry, I should just say sweeper and slider. We're doing better than I expected, but he gets the Astros now, and I'm not going to do that. I'm kind of excited if he has those two pitches, uh, those skills against the Astros. Um, and then you have Framber Valdez opposite, Cole Reagan, 16 whiffs for Gal's pole as well, 10 strikeouts. He kind of got destroyed by his sinker early on, and then he switched to more cutters and Curve balls and changeups. And there you go. That's it for Ember Feldas. Uh please stop throwing sinkers to right-handed batters. You have three pitches, cutter curve changes all work well against them. Stop throwing sinkers against them. Cool. Great. We're going to start him against the diamondbacks. And Brandon fought was my streaming pick of the day. Unfortunately he led two home runs to Aaron Judge. And there's your ball game. Uh 4.1 innings, five earned runs, eight hits, zero walks, and eight strikeouts. He also had one more unearned run on, on the docket there, but the breaking ball is good enough that we're going to start him against the White Sox. All right, we're going to talk about today's and tomorrow's games. Really tomorrow's games, because you don't need today. It's already too late for that. We're going to talk about all of that
0: Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. So keep in mind the
1: post moments for today. We are missing two of these games. That is uh, uh, the Yankees in Arizona. And it's also Atlanta and the Phillies. And of course, you might see some others as well. But looking forward to Sunday's games, uh, Spencer Strider, Freddie Peralta, Zach Gallen now pitching on Sunday, not Monday, against the Yankees, Joe Ryan, and Yusuke Um, Those are pretty clear here. You have Carl Rodon. I'm loving that one now that he's going tomorrow. Against the Diamondbacks. Eduardo Rodriguez against Oakland. Of course, Michael Walker looking great. Lance Lynn looking great as well. Uh, I mean, good enough against the Giants. Cutter Crawford's our stream pick of the day against the White Sox. I like where he's at, and the White Sox are just so bad at right-handed cutters and sliders. You have Christopher Sanchez against the Mets. I think he's got it. The, the slider was, uh, was okay uh, last time out against Atlanta, but I feel like it should be better, and the change has been really good, and now the bottom four here, Brian Wu against the Rangers is very Cherry Bomb-esque, um, same with Javier Assad. with, is he going to have his cutter, uh, you have Edward Cabrera hopefully throwing enough strikes against the Brewers, and Hunter Brown is a Cherry Bomb, but is the Royals as a right-hander? I think that's a lot better because against lefties, he's not very they're they're much better. I think all those I'm going to go for, but they could be all in questionable. Brian Moo, I think the four seamer is just really good right now, and it's good enough. Questionable starts here. You have J P Sears against the Tigers. This could be the start that you actually want to circle for J P Sears. Kyle Wright is now going tomorrow. Is the expectation um, against the Nationals um, with the rain out, and I think that he's in such a good position now with the skills against the. F- Phillies, even though those results weren't there, now it's in against the Nationals and he can really come through, especially pitching for Atlanta. Taj Bradley is a cherry bomb and as long as he throws enough strikes, I think it will be good enough against the Jays. I'm just crossing my fingers, but that is a questionable start. You have Mike Clevenger against the Red Sox. He's been so hot, but this is in Fenway against the Red Sox and I just don't want to do that for Mike Clevenger. If you want to roll with it, Vargas will, by all means. Tyler Anderson with his changeup is good, but... Everything else needs to step up against the Twins, and I don't really want to chase that unless I'm desperate for a quality start. Cal Gibson against the Guardians is a cherry bomb. You have Tristan McKenzie against the Orioles. Um, that is uh, still ill. I don't really want to go for that. He's not looking too impressive. Only 65 pitches in his last rehab start in AAA. Brandon Williamson, who's had to press velocity for two straight starts now since coming back from the COVID IL. I hope that his stuff is good enough. The changeup was a little bit better last time. Maybe the velocity comes back up here against the Pirates, but... I- most situations, I don't want to chase it. Anything in I don't really know what they're going to do with him. Is he going to pitch enough here? Is he going to be okay at the reduced velocity against the Mariners? Bottom of question. We'll start there. And do not start here Jose Budo against the Phillies. Ty Block against the Cubs. Uh, Queen Priester with an opener against the Reds. Drew Rahm against the Padres. Alex Wood against the Dodgers. No way. Joan Haddon Joan uh, and Jackson Rutledge both against Atlanta. No thank you. And of course, whoever the Royals have to throw out there against the Astros, we are not starting. All right, that is it for today. Thank you all so much for the support. Sorry for the quick podcast today, but good luck this weekend. My name is Zach Pollock. and may your Baptist below and your strikeouts high.